So we're back with another uh, supplemental episode, uh, a non-canon affair here, I guess, is what uh, Gus would call it. Um, I'm here wherever with Jeff. he is. Yeah, I, I mean, he could do this. He's not doing anything. He's in Austin, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, he right. could do. I was talking to him earlier. He could do this. He's probably not even like. Let's be honest. Yeah, he doesn't work much or hard. No, 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 no. So but, you know, it's not like he's not like he's watching. Fuck, dude. He's watching Netflix right now. Yep. I guarantee you. It's yeah. 2.30 in the afternoon. He won't stop talking to us about Black Mirror. It's like, stop talking to us about Black Mirror, dude. Like, we don't want to hear about Black Mirror. <laughs> we get it. We get it. Phones are bad. Yeah, anyway. Right? Grow yeah, up. We've had six, um, five or six seasons to discover this. Take, uh, take that, Gus. See, but that's why you have to be here, because you'll get buried otherwise. Um, <laughs> By it, the way, good, good morning, afternoon, Gus, wherever you are not working. Wherever you yeah. are. We're doing a supplemental episode. This is some Q&A, but I am also sort of squirreling away those questions because we're doing our RTX episode mm. coming up. And I will say, I put the ask out for questions. There are like two really good ones that I'm like, ooh, I might actually save this for our actual RTX episode as something that we can like get to on the show floor and doing our episode. I think it would be a lot of fun to answer some of these things but in the meantime me and you half an hour get together uh what have <laughs> what have you uh what have you been up to well uh i was just out of town mm -hmm. um i just went on vacation eric a mm -hmm. uh, quick little four-day trip uh however this comes out before anything i would have done on that trip so i don't know how to talk about it <laughs> I went on, I, it was very much a vacation. It was like 75% vacation, 25% content and mm -hmm. bit. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. But the content and bit stuff's going to supersede any, any vacation talks. Let me just say, I, uh, I, did some, I, did some I did some ocean jet skiing. Wow. Never done that before. Let me tell you something, Eric. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you something. It's a whole different world on the ocean. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's yeah. waves. Oh, my God. It yeah. is. Uh, it is a whole. I thought I knew jet skiing. I had no clue. You've, I am now an uh, I'm now an open seas jet skier. That's the way I like it. I mean, like you've never you've never done that in like the ocean or like a bay or anything, right? It's just been like lakes, just lakes. Yeah, never uh -huh. never hit the open water before. Woo! It's it's thrilling. There's some. There's definitely <laughs> something to it, right? It's definitely thrilling, mm -hmm. and uh, it's a, it's a whole yeah. It's uh it's also scary as shit. The waves, the waves are on a different level. Like there are waves on the lake, not like this. No, oh my God. and it's like, you know, when the lake is like choppy, you're like, oh, you know, like the water's a little bit choppy. When the ocean is choppy, it's relentless. And that's just what the ocean is. There were some times when you would, I would come down from a wave, like mm. I'd ride a wave, come down, and there's another wave impossibly soon, and there's nothing to be done, but the wave, the, just the entire jet ski just gets hit by a wall of wave, and you're underwater in a jet ski for like 0.2 seconds. Uh, and you're like, well, what the hell? How, oh, no, we're fine. How was it getting tossed off and having to swim back to it? <laughs> I, it yeah, fun? I wouldn't know. I never, the only time I oh. got off the jet ski was when I had to pee. I had to go pee in the water. <laughs> Then I got were, back on the jet. Were ski. you guys riding tandem? Nah, nah. We I, 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 tandems for it's okay, but I, I, we we want to, you know, we both want to be in control. Experience your own skis. I understand exactly. Exactly I get that. Um, okay. Well, that sounds like what you've been up to. That's that's exciting and fun. What have the thing that people always want to know about is uh, what have you been listening to? <laughs> what have I been listening to? Mm -hmm. 
Uh, you know, I've been listening to uh, I've been listening to my my playlist. I have this one playlist that uh, I update mm-hmm. almost daily. You know, on Spotify, and I just take stuff uh, off and put stuff on constantly. And right now, uh, I'm trying to pull it up. I'm, I'm trying to. This is me vamping. I like it. No, you're doing Spotify. great. You're just a little peek behind the uh, curtain here on uh, what you do when you're just trying to say something without thinking and trying to do an activity as I'm doing the same thing, bringing up my notes. <laughs> uh, you know, mostly what I listen to is podcasts these days. Okay. Uh, but right now, let's see. On my on my pod on my playlist right now, in no order and in no preference, uh, Draco the Ruler uh unwound red veil i've been listening to a little bit of rem uh chicago tierra whack polo g of course always into polo g mm-hmm. a lot of uh, le- uh oh china if you know her uh snail mail um ooh, let's go down the bottom where the new stuff is uh have you ever uh, i didn't put that on my playlist today it's like there's a bunch of jimmy buffett on my playlist somehow Definitely didn't add Jimmy Buffett to my. How the fuck did I add Jimmy? No, Dude, that's awesome. That off. Why is that were off. you trying to get the change in your attitude to match the change in your <laughs> latitude or what? I guess I must have been. Um, I have you ever heard of Orville Peck? I like yeah. him a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah Orville I'm, Peck plays around Austin quite a bit. Oh, does he really? Yeah, I think he oh. did Willie's Fourth uh, of July thing last year, and then he also has done. I had some friends that went out and saw him at like Willie's Ranch. No shit. Yeah, Orville Peck's pretty cool. All right. Yeah. Dude, Definitely I, a kind, kind of a throwback. Like, figured out that um, people want old country, but you got to have a gimmick, and his gimmick is wearing a mask. It's pretty, it's pretty clever. Smart. And, uh, Smart guy. He knows what he's I've doing. Been listening, I've been listening to... Uh, have you ever heard of uh, Wayne Newton? I. You know what? I have. I had heard of Wayne Newton. Is there a... Wayne Newton thing specifically that you're listening to? I've been listening to this Wayne Newton song called Heart, I Hear You Beating. It's mm-hmm. fucking awesome. I've been listening to it every day. I was jamming to it in the car on the way home mm. to record this with you, actually. I think uh, I think Donka Shane is my favorite Wayne Newton song. Yeah, well, that's like your that's like the like the go to Wayne not uh, Wayne Newton hit. Yeah, I kind of wanted to go for like some. I, I was thinking about it the other day and I was like, man, I, I don't really know much about Wayne Newton other mm-hmm. than that you know, than Vegas and that I yeah. saw him in like, I watched, uh, I watched Vegas vacation the other okay. night. Okay. Okay. Which is not a great movie, but he was in it. Yeah. And uh, so I thought I'm gonna go listen to a little bit and yeah, it turns out he has other music and it's quite, the deep cuts are, are pretty, pretty solid. He has a song called red roses for a blue lady. that I think is pretty good. Oh yeah. That so sounds I, nice. you, I don't know if you want to add one, but I, I like it. I don't know. It's not super, not like a real, like upbeat, upbeat Wayne Newton song, but, um, I, I think it's a good song. I think it's a very good I song. D- I definitely will. I got okay. a bunch of, uh, listen to a lot of Pat the Bunny. I don't know if you know him. Okay. Shannon the Clams. I'm going to stop naming bands now. No, hey, no, no. Mean, this is good. This is what people want because they're going to be people who, uh, who want this stuff. There are people I'm, who are going to like listen to a bunch of this stuff and you're really, you're opening the minds to people of, of people who are listening to this. Well, in that case, let me say, you know, I'm, I'm started a, a new podcast, uh, to on the side, uh, that's just me. Uh-huh. Um, people are going to say, where can I listen to that? Where can I download it? Uh, I don't know. It's not out yet. Um, I assume it'll be in the f- face. It'll be in the larger f- face universe, right? It will be. Yeah. Well, we'll, yeah. Once once we get it set up, we'll we'll let you guys know where that URL is and everything. 
but it's called So All Right. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of the episodes so far deal pretty heavily with music. So um, the first episode is all about, uh, well, it's all about this guy named David McWilliams. Okay. Um, but I, and then there's an episode coming up that's about, have you ever heard of this band called Penny and the Quarters? No. Oh, dude. So there was this fucking soul. There was this record label in Ohio, like in the 60s and 70s, that made a lot of soul and like Motown and blues kind of music. And they, uh, just like a lot of local acts and stuff and, and regional acts. And a tape was discovered at a yard sale. I'm not going to get too into it with you. Okay. Because it's like the whole, it's like a whole podcast that I have worked out. But a tape was discovered in like 2011, 2012 at a yard sale mm-hmm. from this band called Penny and the Quarters. It was a demo tape. And it's fantastic. And nobody had ever heard of them. Nobody knew who Penny and the Quarters were. Okay. The guy who recorded it died. And so it ended up being this kind of like search uh, amongst music fans to figure it out. It, the, the movie, it, the, the song, one of the songs ended up being, uh, the song called You and Me, ended up being on this uh, popular movie called Blue Valentine, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. I don't know what that movie is, but it had a... Had ba- the, dr- the driver guy in it. What is his yeah. name? Uh, Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling yeah. in it. Have you not seen? You haven't seen this movie? No, I don't know anything about it. I've uh, never heard of it. It's pretty, uh, pretty gut wrench. Like it's heartbreak. Yeah. It's oh just, really? I, it's yeah. It's a it's a big. It's, it's a one, sad one. Yeah, it's one you put on and you just go like, "Fuck, man." Well, I saw him in the other guys. Is it anything like that? It's not. In fact, it's quite uh, the opposite. Uh, okay. Yeah. The other guys uh, is great though, right? It's fucking awesome movie. Isn't I've that a like great? Isn't that a great fucking movie? It's a fun movie from start to finish. Are you talking like, about, it's one of the, the few movies I'll watch guys, over and over again. The, the, uh, the, the good guys, the nice guys, by the way, the Ryan Gosling. Oh yeah, movie, the, the, the other, guys. The, the other guys, guys is a Will Ferrell is movie Will from Ferrell 2010. Movie. Yeah, yeah, we're talking about the nice guys. The nice guys, both good yeah. movies. They are. They're. I think they're good in different ways, and I think Nice Guys is fucking great because it's. You know, it's direct. It's Shane Black. It's the guy mm-hmm. from uh, the guy who did Lethal Weapon and he was in Predator like Shane Black. He's great. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's, it's a pretty fucking solid Russell Crowe acting in it. too. Yeah. Right. Uh, he, anyway, like, gives a shit. it's cool. So that song ended up being on the soundtrack for that movie. And I guess mm-hmm. it was in a poignant moment and it became really popular and still nobody knew who they were. And so there was this like eventually it was found out and it was discovered and there was, uh, but, but even the way it was discovered who they were was really interesting. And so, uh, I've been listening to a lot of Penny in the quarters and if you okay. want to know more about their history and you don't want to do the, uh, the searching yourself, uh, I'll have a podcast about it in a month or two. Cool. See, there you go. Um, yeah. see, that's exciting. People don't know about this stuff. We're, this is the stuff that Gus won't let you talk about. No. On Anima. Dude, I recently discovered a, band with a really stupid name uh-huh. but is so fucking good there's this band called cancer slug oh fuck I, what a name i think the i think the name is dumb yeah but it's kind of like it's a little bit like danzigy misfits kind of mm-hmm. punk mm-hmm. and he's got kind of a crooner voice it's pretty fucking good interesting pretty fucking good uh there was a band that i was listening to a while ago, this is probably, I was like a few years ago, and they're, they're just called uh, Shit Bats, and I thought that was a great name. Uh, their their album was called Guano, and I just thought, I thought Shit Bats was a cool name for a band. I thought that was Shit really Bats good. is a really good name for a band. Yeah. That's funny, I actually, I had a segment I wanted to do on Face, uh-huh. that it's in my, it's in my like revolving notes, that if mm-hmm. we ever, like in case of a boring episode breakout, well, which was like, talk about Snoopy, yeah. 
Yeah, that's uh, which was uh, what everybody thinks the best names for bands are. If we do like a search, oh, that's like some sort of like maybe even like we could do like a a best band name uh, draft or something. That's a really good one. I just want you to know that uh, while we're doing this right now, I got a text from Gus. Did you really? What did he say? Oh, it's just it's a group text with me and Jordan Swears, and so it's just him sending like a picture or whatever. But like, is it a picture of him watching Netflix? No, but it's definitely him watching like a YouTube video. Mm. yeah so like you know could be doing this that's all i'm saying i think that's the important thing to note is that like he could be he's choosing not to do this for you guys (laughs) Um, oh dude while i'm fucking still while i'm just vomiting about music yeah absolutely going for a minute there is a new rancid album out or at least a new rancid song that's really fucking good really yeah, I haven't listened to Rancid in years and years and years, but yeah, I saw that it came out. Six, yeah, yeah, absolutely. and I listened to it, and it's very, it's very, it's called Tomorrow Never Comes, and I really like it. And on top of that, if you're a fan of Rancid, uh, or were a fan of Operation Ivy, or uh-huh. uh, Classics of Love, or um, Common Rider, or any of Jesse Michaels' other bands, uh-huh. uh, Jesse Michaels and uh, and uh, what's his face from Rancid, um, Tim Armstrong, yeah got back together and they started a new band called doom regulator whoa cool and it's kind of got like a, it's kind of like a little dub a little punk um it's real mellow and they have a song called raid that I've joe, is to a joey lot. castillo the drummer for this band uh yeah i believe he is wow that's yeah, fucking I cool right. i was it's like a super it's day. like a super band yeah. oh that's so cool i was uh queens of the stone age came out with a new album uh and i was wondering the other day what joey castillo has been up to i did not know he was doing doom regulator and i'm going to put that in i'm going to grab that so that way i remember to listen to this later Uh, a lot of i've been seeing a lot of people online shit on the name i don't know why i think doom regulator is a great name doom regulator is a fucking sick name it's an awesome fucking name yeah anyway so if you like like reggae punky kind of reggae not like ska but like punky kind of like dubstepy reggae Mm -hmm. that song raid is i think is i've been listening to that like constantly oh that's very cool damn man what the fuck that's awesome yeah uh i you just i I, you got me man i added it to a list i'm gonna listen to that like right as soon as we're done here wow speaking of (laughs) i'll keep going have you ever heard of a band called Witchfinder general Witchfinder General? Holy shit, they're fucking good. I'd never heard of them before. It's like a heavy metal band from the 70s. Mm-hmm. And I asked, I have a friend, uh, a fr- my friend named Bernie, not Rooster Teeth Bernie, different, but, different uh, a different Bernie, yeah. um, who's really, really, really well-versed in metal, uh-huh. on all kinds of metal. And I was asking him about them, and he was like, oh yeah, they're like a, they're like a, he was like, they're one of those uh, Sabbath clones from the 70s. And I didn't realize that there were a bunch of bands that basically cloned Black Sabbath in the 70s, oh, yeah. which makes uh-huh. sense now. Uh, but I've been listening to them, and they're fucking great. They have a song called Life on Smack that I really like. That's sick. Is Are, are you listening to like their old stuff or like their newer stuff? Uh, I'm, if they have new stuff, I'm not aware. I, they That's, had stuff in it. I'm looking at like their timeline. They were a oh, band okay. from 79 until like, it looks like 84. And then again from 2007 to 2009. (laughs) I am not aware of the 2007 to 2009 era. So far, most of the songs are about like doing LSD and mushrooms and shit. Hell yeah. It's it's pretty awesome. It's pretty Uh, fun. It's pretty vibey. Take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Race have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Shady Race is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product it's just as good as any expensive pair I've ever worn. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. That's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. 
Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. So if you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they'll send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. When uh, You can wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after your purchase. Every purchase supports the Shady Rays Impact Program, which works directly with nonprofits and their communities to empower and make adventure accessible for all walks of life. From childhood cancer patients to young adults with serious health conditions, Shady Rays is making a lasting impact on their lives through sunglasses. If you don't love your Shady Rays, you can exchange it for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop. Their team always has your back. Just for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRace.com, use code ANMA for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. I don't know uh, how, how about your facial hair, but mine comes in really thick. It's, it's just like so bristly and tough. Anytime I use a subpar razor, it's inevitable. It's going to like hang. It's going to slip a little bit. It's going to cut. It's going to nick me. I thought it was just a fact of life. It's awful. I hate it. If, if, at best case scenario, uh, a part of my neck ends up looking red because it's so irritated uh, from the whole process. But believe me, that's why you got to try Henson Shaving. Henson Shaving is a family-owned aerospace parts manufacturer that has made parts for the ISS and the Mars rover, and now they're bringing precision engineering to your shaving experience. Razor blades are like diving boards. The longer the board, the more wobble, the more wobble, the more nicks, cuts, and scrapes. A bad shave isn't a blade problem, it's an extension problem. By using aerospace-grade CNC machines, Henson makes metal razors that extend just 0.0013 inches, which is less than the thickness of a human hair. That means a secure and stable blade with a vibration-free shave. It gets better. The blade has built-in channels to evacuate hair and cream, which makes clogging virtually impossible. Seriously, Henson Shaving wants to be the best razor, not the best razor business. That means no plastic, no subscriptions, no proprietary blades, no planned obsolescence. The Henson Razor works with standard dual-edge blades to give you that old-school shave with the benefits of new-school tech. Once you own a Henson Razor, it's only about three to five bucks a year to replace the blades. Um, it's great. Uh, I, 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 I'll admit, I really put off shaving with a blade as much as I could. I, I used to dread it. I actually look forward to it now. Uh, and uh, I do it way more regularly now that I've got this Henson shaving blade or the Henson blade. And uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's enlightening. I don't, like I said, it's, it's hard to put into words. If you've, if you've experienced that terror, you know what I'm talking about. Like, I used to not want to do it. Now I look forward to it. I, I try to do it regularly. Uh, anyway, it's time to say no to subscriptions and yes to a razor that'll last your lifetime. Visit HensonShaving.com slash Adma to pick a razor for you. Use code Adma. You'll get two years worth of blades for free with your razor. Just make sure you add them to your cart. That's 100 free blades when you head to H-E-N-S-O-N-S-H-A-V-I-N-G.com slash Adma. Use code Adma. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes in life, we're faced with tough choices, and the path forward isn't always clear. Uh, there's no instruction manual, no, uh, no overall guide telling you how to approach some of these decisions sometimes. And, you know, maybe you look, we're faced with two options, and you don't know which one's better. Maybe ni neither of them is better. Whether you're dealing with decisions around career, relationships, or anything else, therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate life so you can move forward with confidence and excitement. Trusting yourself to make decisions that align with your values is like anything. The more you practice it, the easier it gets. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, you get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Anma. Get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Anma. Again, that's 10% off your first month. BetterHelp.com slash Anma. 
there's a lot of that kind of music. There's a mm. band called Leafhound that I really like. If you haven't right. listened to Leafhound, I have. Um, I'm going to add it to my playlist right now. They have a song called uh, uh, Growers of Mushrooms, and it's a, it's just a very cool. I guess the album, the the song Sada Caesar is fucking sick. Uh, Freelance Fiend is like the first song on that album, the album Growers of Mushrooms. It's it's good shit. It's just very like, oh, this is what it sounds like in a movie to smoke weed at somebody's house where they have like that pastiche on the wall <laughs> and a black light poster, but no black. Yeah, light. yeah, yeah. It's like this is what it must. This is what I think about Witchfinder in general. This is what it must have been like to smoke a lot of weed and drink Bud in 1978. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. That's, See, now, that's the feeling it must have been. Now we're talking. All right, cool. I'm going to add uh, Witchfinder General to Growers said, of oh, Mushroom. Yeah. Yeah. Growers of Mushroom is the uh, the album, album. Leafhound. Uh, Love on Smack. Okay, cool. I'm going to add uh, Friends of Hell to uh, my listen to list. That's fucking sick. Hell yeah. Dude, I got some good shit to listen to. I'm excited. And then what was, what is this thing called? Uh, uh, what was it called again? Shit bats. I'm gonna add that. Shit bats. Yeah, their album is called Guano. I don't know okay. if you like it. You might like it. It's a little. I'll try it. It's it's a little janky, a little um, a little noisy, a little noisier than what I usually listen to. Um, so I you know I recommend that. Uh, I like I like anything that's raw or raw. okay. Or, or uh, like then poor, let me recommend produced. a friends band from a few years ago called uh, Cult Fiction. And this album is called I Will Kill You. <laughs> uh, buddy was drumming for it for a while. They did a cover of Sweet Leaf that if you want raw, uh, it's about as raw as it gets. It's fucking, it's weird. It, it's not the kind of music I usually listen to. And I put it on and I went, oh, this might be fucking crazy. <laughs> you said cult fiction? Yeah, cult fiction. C-U-L-T, cult fiction. Okay. Check yeah. it out. Uh, brain debris, meth monster. Oh my god! Uh, fucking the oh animal god. kingdom of Heaven's Gate. That's the fuck. Uh, chemotherapist. So I'm gonna listen to that one. That okay. shit's sick. That's so cool. That's have awesome. You, have you ever heard? Do you like a lot of hip hop? Uh, not a lot, a lot, but some. There's a. I think Jason Saldana, who was the first guest we ever had on this yeah. podcast. I think he gave me this recommendation, but there's this uh, hip hop artist named Draco the Ruler. I, I mentioned it very first thing I mentioned. He's uh -huh. got a song called Flu Flaming that I think you might like. It's a lot Flu of fun. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll check it out. Draco the Ruler. Uh, this just about, is just about stealing. Why not? I think that's cool. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's weird how uh, there's so much different music that is still coming out. And then you go like, yeah, I found this thing called Witchfinder General from like the 70s. And then you go Draco the Ruler and it's like 2021. And it's <laughs> not even like these things are like not tersely connected in any way, shape or form. It's just like I somehow found my way to this. I think that's Dude, great. It's the best. It's the I think about this a lot. I, mm -hmm. I think about it a whole lot because I'm a consumer of entertainment, right? Mm -hmm. Whether it be video games or podcasts or movies or music or books or whatever. And I think music has got to be the ultimate form of entertainment mm -hmm. because it doesn't matter if a song came out in 1975 or 2023. Like, it's just as good today. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like oh, so yeah. much other media, there's a degradation in quality based on di distance from when it was recorded, whether it be socially or technologically or whatever. Mm -hmm. And But music is still like just as powerful and just as interesting and just as relevant 
no matter well, I mean, a lot of books are just as relevant too. Of but course, I of just course. I just feel like music stands the test of time way better than other stuff does. I think it also has a lot to do with um, youth. I think mm. a lot of it has to do with like in order to make a movie, there's so much like film language you need to know, and so much you like you're trying to do. Um, the same with writing a book, right? You're trying to write a certain way and, and dictate a pace, and it's it's difficult to do. With a song, it's a three minute long thing, and even if you only write one good one, that's so many more. That's one more song than most people have ever written. Yeah, and you it can be anything. It can go anywhere. It could be whatever. And you never know who it'll land on or like when people find it. Like you're talking about what uh, Penny and the Quarters or whatever. They mm -hmm. recorded this shit. No one ever heard it before. Somebody found it years and years and years and years later and went like, what the fuck? This yeah. is incredible. And you, that's it. I think there's like something like really special about that. It's such an, it's such a, it's a time capsule, right? Yeah. Like especially that Penny and the Quarters band, it blows me away because it's a time capsule of this beautiful music that this girl and her brothers made mm -hmm. that uh, honestly we uh, if you go down the story they didn't know they were being recorded mm -hmm. so they didn't actually know Crazy. that this recording ever happened wow. not like you know they were fucked over way they were just no, like no, no, practicing around yeah. and and then it just sat untouched for 40 years and then it was given to the world and it's just that's like you were saying it's like easter egg it's so fucking cool that's crazy that's so like what a unique thing like doesn't really happen with film. It happens, no. you know. I mean, it's very it rarely, but yeah. Right, but like music, they make like movies about shit happening like that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like really crazy, really, really crazy stuff. Um, what else, anything else that you've been listening to? Anything else that you want to... Uh, uh dude i've been listening to a shitload of steely dan <laughs> yeah fucking fine welcome welcome to my side i can send I you really... a uh if you want some more yacht rock i can just send you a spotify playlist of everything that i ever i want and that's yeah. uh, everything i listen to it's great it's just that'd be that great yacht rock. dude i don't yeah. know what it is about steely dan has been working for me lately um, it's great there's this band called fival is gloak okay uh i don't know if you're, they're interesting they're okay. in i don't know if you'd like them they are interesting what is and it? uh I don't is know how to like, describe it. It's it, kind of like indie dance music, but okay. it's just weird, man. I don't know. Hmm. It's interesting. Five is Gloak. Hmm. Gloak is spelled G-L-A-U-Q-U-E, I believe. Okay. Uh, I've, been, uh, yeah. I've been going back and I decided to, I'm like, oh, I want to listen to, I've been on a big kick of like um, a lot of like 70s country and stuff like that and going mm -hmm. back to that and then listening to like a lot of Norteños like, that's just sort of stuff that I bounce around on or whatever. But I was listening to, like, mid-2000s indie rock. Like, stuff that I was never super into, but was just sort of, like, permeating, like, my sphere in general. Like, Rilo okay. Kylie. And, like, mm. I was never, like, a Death Cab guy or anything or um, LCD sound system. Like, that kind of stuff. But I just went back and I'm like, I want to see if there's anything here. There's a lot. There's a lot of music that came out in like that mid 2000s into like the 2010s where I just went, wow, this was like a happening like thing, like this whole scene with like the yeah, yeah, yeahs and everything was like so big. Absolutely. And, um, fucking crazy. The Strokes, I, wild. <laughs> Dude, the Strokes are a fucking good band, right? Yeah. 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 Like, well, I, like I really love their first album. I think, yeah. They have, I think most of their albums are really good. I think they're, I think they're a good band. They are. Maybe the most successful industry plant band of all time. Mm, good for them. Yeah. Um, and it really good for them. As you listen to more of their albums, they learned how to play their instruments. So 
way to go, guys. But man, that first, you talk about like raw and just sort of like we're recording some music. That's how that first album sounds. Yeah. And it is so fucking fun to listen to. Everything is short. It's, I think it's 32 minutes long. Great. Fucking that, great. Going back that album, that's one of those things where I, I, I'm similar to you in that I had a blind spot to all that shit when it yep. was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just into what I was into and yep. only into that, very passionately into that. Yep. So I missed a lot of that. Um, and I've been similarly going through a lot of older indie bands and really enjoying them. Uh, uh, oh, by the way, have you ever heard of a band called Say Hi? Say Hi? Say Hi. No. They were kind of on, look up a song called Let's Talk About Spaceships. It's kind of a... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's a great song. Okay. Um, yeah, and, and kind of similar. Fuck, dude, I forgot what we were even just talking about. No, like uh, that that early, like that mid two thousand. Oh sort yeah. Of, uh, a, a band that sort of led me down that path was uh, La Tigre, mm-hmm. that just was so. You talk about like raw and ugly and weird and janky and like that is such a cool band for that kind of thing and. It just start started me rolling from there, like that late '90s into like mid 2000s sound. So cool. There's a run there. I, I, I've you know I'm a big fan of the punk band Bikini Kill, which yeah. was uh, La Tigre was the band that Kathleen Hanna started after. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, fuck. it's the I, same, I had same no singer. Idea. I think two members are the same. Yeah. Um, wow. It was when uh, it was when yeah. Anyway, it was when they started to branch out and, and do more interesting stuff. But there's a run there where the the last bikini kill album which is very different from the the first mm-hmm. stuff and like my my ringtone and everything um the last bikini kill album and the first la tigre album together are mm-hmm. like just perfect wow. just absolutely perfect and, and they they flow together they're very different but they flow together in a weird way that's what i was gonna say that strokes album that first strokes album which i, re- yeah. I discovered way too late you turn that album on and you it just grabs you and you're just on a ride yeah until yeah, the album's over it's it's it, wild uh other, I, I don't know how, you know, I don't want to just like ride the strokes and be like, incredible, mm. incredible. Um, music didn't sound like that at that time yeah. anymore. Yeah. It stopped sounding like that. And then last night came out and it was like, oh, fuck. Music can be fun. That's great. <laughs> do you ever do you ever listen to what I would consider like this? There's no I don't think there's any ties between bands, but what I would consider to the industry to the industry's like spiritual and like the scene spiritual successor to that band, hmm. I think would be Vampire Weekend. Have you ever listened oh, to them? Yeah, I think yeah. Vampire Weekend. I've talked to Jess Lonette about this, uh, who works in uh, our sales department, because mm-hmm. she and I, uh, she and I are the same age. And I think Vampire Weekend's first album is so good when mm-hmm. you're 21 and you haven't really listened to a lot of other music, <laughs> <laughs> and you put on that first album and you go what is this? And then yeah. years later, you listen to Graceland by Paul Simon and you go, that's what that was. Um, <laughs> and I think that it's such a cool, it's such a great, that first album I really love. I yeah. really, 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 really love that first Vampire Weekend album so, so much. I really recommend it to everyone. It's a lot of fun. I like what you're saying about spiritual successor, successor like The Strokes. They kind of uh, occupied that space after the, after the Strokes moved on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because the Strokes were so they became like the biggest rock band on the planet. The Strokes, yeah. White Stripes. I was always really holding out. I'm like, oh, dude, Black Keys. I like. I really loved Black Keys. Like first two albums, first two mm. three albums. Um, 
really fuzzy, like intentionally fuzzy, recorded in like an old Rubber Factory, which is a great album, Rubber Factory. And then um, they got with Danger Mouse and it's so like overproduced, I can't listen to it. And then I think Jack White punched out Dan Arbach, but I don't remember. <laughs> He's like, this guy's a fucking rip off of the White Stripes. And then he punched him or something. It was, Be uh, I think. Speaking of really good buzzy sounds, have you ever mm -hmm. heard of a punk band called the Pink Lincolns? Pink? Nah. -uh. Do you look them up? The first song will be I've Got My Tie On. That's a great, okay. great fucking song. Dude, that's fucking cool. All right. They're a great, great band. This is, a, this is a good episode because, I mean, really, truly, we're just talking about music that we like and want to listen to. And I think that's great. Yeah, just um, trading, trading songs. I think, I don't know that this is going to be your speed, but it's what I've been listening to a lot of. This band called Phone Boy. It is one word, Phone Boy. Uh, they have two albums that I really like. One's called okay. Phone Boy and the other one's called Moving Out. It's very indie rock from... This year and like two years ago, and it is not music that I typically gravitate toward. For some reason, I heard this album and I just went, what the fuck? I love this. Which song it, should I listen uh, to? I'm looking at Phone was, Boy right now, the, the Phone Boy album. Uh, Phone Boy had a song called uh, Nevermind that I really liked, but that whole album, like one thing goes to like the next, Hey okay. Kid, and then uh, Moving Out is really good as, and out, they're both pretty short. Uh, which is great. They're fun little albums that I went like, oh, this is great. But I've also been listening to uh, 50 Cent's Get Rich or Die Trying because Dude, I forgot. great album. It, maybe, maybe the best debut album for a rapper of all time. It It is truly like him. Three features. One is Eminem. Another one is Nate Dogg. And then some G-Unit guys. And it is, fuck, what, what an album. What? Dude, incredible! That song you talk about Eminem, that patiently waiting song. Oh yeah, on there oh. is got to be one of my like top ten favorite rap songs of all time. Yep, uh, I feel that way about uh, many men. There was a, mm. a there was a pro wrestling entrance that just happened where these guys were uh, they came out as like a tag team. The lights went out. This is on TV, and many men started playing in the arena, and the lights came on, just spotlight on them. And I went, "This is the greatest thing I've ever fucking seen." Many Men is, that song fucking rules. Yeah, and it's a great song. Heat is the greatest beat of all time. It is a gun <laughs> cocking and then firing. And yeah. then 50 just raps over it. Have Phenomenal. you ever have you ever heard, while we're talking about uh, popular rap, have you mm -hmm. ever heard the Lil Wayne Eminem song, Drop the World? Boy, that sounds so familiar. I don't know why that song wasn't bigger. I thought it was a phenomenal song. Huh, okay. You should look Damn. that up if you get a chance. Lil Wayne and Eminem dropped the world. Such a good song. I went to the Coachella where uh, they did Hologram Tupac. Oh, dude, that's right. I can't, I can't believe you got to see that. It was, it sucked so much. It fucking sucked. And if you were impressed by it, you're a moron. <laughs> like really, truly, if that was impressive to you, you're fucking brain dead. It was, Jeff, it looked like a PS3 game that they just projected onto a screen on stage. Oh, that's so bad. It fucking, like, look it up now. Just look up Hologram Tupac. Go to Google Images and go, this looks like Def Jam Vendetta. Like, it just looks like a fucking video game. It's, if you were impressed by that, even in 2012. If oh, you're impressed yeah. by that, idiot. Dude, you're it idiot. looks like, it, it looks like, <laughs> it looks like Pit Fighter.
Do you remember yes. the game Pit Fighter? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it looks like shit. It looks it so bad. We were there. It was me and my buddy Derek from Mega64. We were there and we watched it and just went, get fuck it. No, come on. Oh, get that's brutal. Real. Yeah. That, the saddest part up. was it was uh, they like they did like a tribute to Nate Dogg. And that's that was really sad because uh-huh. I love I fucking love Nate Dogg. Yeah, of course, I mean, man. Nate Dogg's fucking awesome. Rest in peace, Nate Dogg. Big ups. Rest, and, rest in peace. and my shout out to Nate to Nate Dogg. Um, Jeff, we spent the whole episode talking about music. That's awesome. Yeah, hopefully people weren't bored to death. Maybe make a make a playlist, audience, based on yep. all the stuff we talked about. Yep, I'm gonna send you my uh, yacht rock playlist on Spotify, and you, you don't have to listen to it. But oh, I, I will. will say, if you put it on shuffle and then just have it playing in your house while you're doing other things, you'll be like, man, these are there's some fucking hits here. <laughs> <laughs> I will definitely listen to it. There you go. Uh, well, we have another Anma supplemental next week. I think that'll be me and you probably on the show floor at RTX, just finding a spot and recording something. Who knows if we have people on or not? Gus won't be there, but uh, well, we can guarantee that. So you um, know what? It'll be a good episode. It'll be a good fucking episode. But um, the other thing that we'll have is we'll be recording the episode of Anma there. And that might, if I can work it out right, that might be our first episode back. So hey, that'd be cool. I think it would be really great. We have some great questions sent in by you guys who we ended up not getting to on this at all. Very sorry. <laughs> uh, but uh, when you listen to the episode in a couple weeks, then it'll be fine. Uh, oh, there's your picture. I didn't even see. I wasn't even looking on that screen. There you are. <sighs> I have a camera on the whole time, man. I know. Great work. All right. Well, Jeff, any any final thoughts, any parting words for any of the folks here? Uh, Yeah. Hey, uh, maybe if you're bored, try some of the bands or artists or musicians that Eric or I mentioned. Music is awesome, and you should always, always explore outside of your comfort zone. You will very rarely regret it. There you have it. Uh, good stuff. You guys want to follow us at Anima Podcast on Twitter and on Instagram. I think the images for this uh episode will probably just be album covers i would think <laughs> probably so, uh listen to us very soon we'll be back with regular episodes thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see you again soon bye